Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome back to Behind the Veil, a show that provides insight into the world of people and events. I'm your host, Keith Willard. Welcome back to the show. Today, we have one of America's best actors. His name is Steve Gutenberg. You know him from a plethora of films and TV shows, and he's going to be joining us shortly. But before we bring him on, let me bring on my co-host, Marcy Gutenberg, with an affair to remember by Marcy. Hi, Marcy. Hi, Keith. Oh my goodness, I'm so excited about this. I mean, he I know. is, you know, very he, exciting. He's taken time out of his very crazy schedule because I know that yes. he's traveling to join yes, us. It's just been a crazy time out there. <laughs> so, so I don't even want to go through the the usual back and forth. Let's bring mm-hmm. him on, Steve. Bring welcome on. to the show. Hi, Steve. Good afternoon. Hi, you guys. How oh my doing? God, I'm so excited about this because I'm a huge fan. I've already always been a huge fan. I mean, basically, I grew up with you. So we were basically <laughs> the same age my whole life. Obviously, you had a lot more exposure than I did to the world. <laughs> but maybe. <laughs> I mean, I saw you in a film. I thought, you know, it, it was super relatable because I was the same age. And I thought, I get it. I get him. Uh, and and to hear the fact that you were like Hollywood's nice guy all the time could be annoying. <laughs> I mean, it was like, I don't know if I would always want to be Hollywood n- nice guy because, you know, um, I heard through multiple interviews that Heckle out of the UK was like actually one of a, like a, a fan favorite of yours. Like people really went and connected with your ability to connect with this like next level person and heckle. What was that like? Like, you know, when that, that opportunity came, did you jump at it? Was it something that you sought after? Yeah. You know, as an actor, you always want to keep popping up different holes and giving yourself the room to be creative in lots of different ways. So heckle, which was a, a drama and a, a little bit of a horror film or a slasher film. Right. Gave, gave me the opportunity to play a, a very angry, irk, irksome, <laughs> belligerent character um, and, uh, and play him as a comedian on stage. Yeah. So, so it was actually very freeing to play that character. Wow. Um, and it gave me an opportunity to do work that I don't usually do because as an actor, you do get um, caught into, not caught, but you do choose a certain path right? where it chooses you because, because you can only play what you're offered. And right. you, you often at one point become an adult and need to make a living. So if you're, if you're the villain mm. and you get a lot of villainous parts, you want to play the, the good guy. Right. You want to play the hero, the protagonist, but you don't get offered it and you need to feed your family. So you just keep getting offered these villainous roles and you take them. So then all of a sudden everybody thinks that you're the villain. You're, mm. you can only play a villain. And I mean, I think all companies, whether you're an actor, a writer, a painter, a plumber, right? You uh, semiconductor plant. You're known <laughs> by doing semiconductors, right? But you say, well, no, you know, we can not only we actually don't just do semiconductors. We also do gold plating. But you're not going to get a lot of jobs for gold plating, even though you have the equipment, 
Right. Because you're known as semiconductors. Same thing with an actor. Right. So I've been mostly known as playing the good guy. And when you get a chance to do something else, you jump at it. Yeah. You were on um, some other shows like Ballers and some of these other shows that were bringing out different elements of your acting as well. Yeah. So what would you say to, you know, how does it feel to play such an antithesis of what you like, what you started out playing to what you're playing now? Good word. Ooh, good it's word. just fun to go. It's <laughs> antithesis. It's fun to do stuff that you usually don't do. Right. I'm sure a carpenter who only builds barns, when he gets hired to do a private home, is excited because it's right. You get to use different skills. I played uh, a a real um, uh, pervert on Veronica Mars. Yes. Um, I I was played a pedophile. <laughs> Creepy, and, but yes, it was amazing. Yeah. So I think that was really smart casting um on Rob Thomas's part for me. Right. And I think for the car- I think for the audience too. And it was sort of at the end of the run of Veronica Mars, so it didn't get as much play um as when they were, you know, in their height, but it was very good for me. And the same with ballers. Um, I got a call that they just wanted to meet me. No audition. So I said, mm-hmm. great. I went in there and I met with them. And it's terrific when people know your work and know what you can do. As opposed to people wondering and they want you to audition one line. Right. They don't know. They don't know if you can do it. And I still audition now. Um, there are times when I'll get an offer, like I just did this movie, How to Murder Your Husband. I know. I was going to ask you about this. Sybil Shepherd. Oh, my God. One of my favorites. I just yes. watched oh, it. <laughs> you did? Yeah. You just yes. watched it? I haven't watched it yet. Oh, my God. I'm so excited about this. Yeah, that was a great, that was a great opportunity. Yeah, was I liked working with her, and it was a serious movie. So that was I great to work that. on. And, and Lifetime is a great channel to work for. They And they have their niche. Right. Either it's Christmas movies, um, <laughs> which is everybody gets along, or it's true, mur- or the other end of the spectrum, which is murder. Yep, and everybody's getting murdered. So <laughs> I, lo- I, I love the fact that those are totally opposite. You're like Christmas or murder. Okay, lifetime. Okay, Christmas yeah. or murder. Oh my goodness. Well, you found success, and I wouldn't say at an early age because you know you really like did everything you could. I mean, I love the idea of the fact that you snuck your way onto the studio and then started making phone calls to producers at a very early age. So what was that like? Um, And I'm going to ask you two questions here. So when you went to premieres as a younger person, and now that you're going to more adult person, mentally for you because as a young person i mean if i got invited to a premiere i would be like what oh my god it's me i'm famous done yay you know and but as somebody that's more adult i'd be like please don't handle me i do not want to be handled why are you handling me are, are you finding any of that you know give us a little insight into that world you have to know how to play the game and that's very, yeah, but very that, doesn't that take time doesn't that take time yeah so you learn how to play the game um, at the beginning, you're just thrilled to be there, and it's very yeah. exciting. 
right and, and they're big events um so if someone pulls you and says come here come here right here at this time and all those sort of things you're new at it so you just agree you just do yeah and, and then as you get older you um you might fight that being handled you might argue with someone say no i don't want to do that right now or um and that's sort of the middle of the bus trip right but then after you've been on the bus for a while you realize that's what your job is to be the actor and their job is to handle you so you have to let them handle you you can't take that away from them right and also it's it's not part of the game part of the game mm. is you know even if you're anthony hopkins uh tony we need to go over here okay tony we need to get back to your seat okay you know you don't go I'm, i don't want to do that right now i don't want to do that right now you would See? never hear tony hopkins say that you know he would say oh, okay okay because he understands the game but as a young man i'm sure he said well i don't want to be there at 8 30. right get there at 9 30. right well, you need to be there at 8 30 to do the red carpet i don't want to do the red carpet but then you learn well you have to do the red carpet so those relationships become more conversational and more adult when you get older because you guys both understand the game, right? Yeah. Meaning the handlers and and the actor. Yeah. You guys both get it. You understand what has to happen. So you're like, okay, I get it. I, I know what I need to do. You're at a dinner party and you either be a good guest or don't come. You know? And, and that's what it's really about. You're invited somewhere. You need to be a good guest. Right. So that's what I learned. You need to be a good guest. Do you have a writer? You know, because I deal with a lot of like entertainment, meaning um, musicians and, and people that are in the, you know, uh, singing careers, let's say. And they have these huge writers that I'm like John Mellencamp's writer is just ridiculous. It's it's next level. So uh, do you have and, and it's mostly due because his manager keeps adding stuff. So, you know, at one point it was Big Red <laughs> Gum and then it was like, oh, he wanted some so they added the apples to the writer and so now it just gets reproduced over and over and over take, and over again they don't take things off right they don't take things off they just no. keep adding things on do you have a writer no no um i i think being easy is better i like to be the easy guy right but it's is there a point that you're like too easy where i'm too easy you know Sometimes, at least give yeah. me at least give me some water in my waiting room yeah, sometimes you get too you're too easy, but that's part of the game. It's there's nothing in it to be a difficult person. There's just nothing in it for me. Yeah. Um, and anytime I've been difficult, there hasn't been any percentage in it. And you want to get out of there too. You know, the truth is, you want to go home. <laughs> you know. It's so true. I'm not going to so spend. True. I'm not going to. Whereas I used to spend 20 minutes arguing that I don't have water in my room. Right. So this time, you know, you just say, hey, can, you, can I have a bottle of water? Sure. That's it. And nice. instead, of, instead of saying, hey, there's no water in my room, I, I asked for water. Hmm. Just ask, hey, may I have a glass of water? Sure. So it's a, it's a matter of being a kind human being is basically what you're saying. Be a kind human being. You know, you're not a doormat, you know, you're right. not going to roll over all the time, but 
you have to understand if you're at Denny's, don't ask for filet mignon <laughs> with, with a lobster mac, macaroni. And, that's a great way uh, to put you know, it. Mac and cheese, you know, mac, that lobster is a great way to put it. Oh, my right? God, you're that's at, funny. You're at Denny's. So, yeah. You know, get their signature dish and eggs and Get the fried chicken eggs. fingers with ranch. Right. <laughs> and, by and the, the way, fried I, cheese. I, we didn't mention this, but Marcy and I are cousins. So I think that I just wanted to point that out for your viewers. Yes. yes. That's what I'm and like. It's amazing. Well, and she actually said before we came on that, you know, she was, she was that, that you just celebrated a, a wedding anniversary. And so yeah. congratulations on that. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Four years. Thank you. Four years. Amazing. You Ours is coming up this weekend. Yours was last week. <laughs> oh, yours is coming up. Oh, great. Yeah. And that you and that and that you're really into your dog, Marcy. Wait, wait. What was the name of the Macy? What's the name of the dog? Uh, Grace, Grace. Gracie. Gracie. Thank you. Sorry, Gracie. Yes. Oh, look at that beautiful dog. <laughs> the story behind why you named her Gracie. Oh, that's a good question. Uh, well, we were going to get one little dog, and then the um, the breeder ghosted us, but her name was Gracie. So when we found out we can get another little girl from another breeder right we were thinking about names and i said you know i really like gracie and emily kept saying oh she's going to be a little comedian and i said oh gracie allen is a comedian and um and we just land on gracie and she really is a gracie she's a good girl I, you know what? I find it amazing that a breeder ghosted Steve Gutenberg. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, I find that crazy. I mean, I can see them ghosting me. <laughs> but I mean, you, I mean, I'd be like, uh, really? I mean, I'm, I'm I don't know. like, well, the world no. Is, the world is, you know, the good stuff is really surprising when someone, yeah. you yes. know, when someone, when you left your co coffee on your car and you're going into Marshall's to shop and then someone comes and goes, Hey, I got your coffee. You're like, Oh my God. It's the best thing ever. And then when you go to a restaurant, you hang your coat up, you have your meal and you come out and you can't find your coat and someone stole your coat. And that's another one where you just are so surprised. You can't believe it that someone would do that. Right. So um, I find that, listen, and I'm not good at it. Yeah. You know, I try to be really thoughtful and nice. My dad passed in July. Yeah, I read and about that. Yeah, I read my about life that. has yeah. changed. Yeah, my life has changed. I'm a lot different now. But well, um, I, I understand that yeah. you like got on a plane on the day of his birthday for this new project, and you felt like it was a sign. Oh, well, no doubt about it. Um, I hadn't really worked for about five years looking after my dad, and it's been tough these last five years. It's really hard to see someone you love so much, right? Be unwell. Um, anyway. Uh, no, I mean, I mean, but you know what this does? It humanizes you as a persona because people see you as a persona. You know, it, unfortunately, part of the fame is that they see what your handlers and your agents have put to the public. And so to see somebody that goes, that's me, 
that's, I, I, I went through that and, you know, he's going through it also just humanizes you and makes you more relatable. Like I look at you and I think human being now, not actor. I think, wow, nice guy. You know, he took the time off to deal with it, to handle his family, because I know that family is hugely important to you as it should be for every person. Because at the end of the day, out of everything, your family is going to be next to you. You know, all the, all the success and fame in the world can't do much until, you know, your family is standing next at the very end. Yeah. It depends on the type of person you are. There are some people who, um, well, you know, I think to be really good at something, you have to be a little unbalanced, which kind of sucks. <laughs> I mean, I, you know? That's I so true. That. <laughs> That's true. I mean, bipolar people tend to be very successful. I don't know what that is because they're like hardcore in your face and then they have those moments. But, you know, you've, you've noticed that some serious brilliance come out of people that are seriously unstable. I get it. Like, you know. Yeah. It's, you know what it is? If you really want to be good at what you do, you're probably not home at six o'clock. You're probably not. No. You no, want to be a great please. Yeah, you want to be a great surgeon. You're probably not home at six o'clock to have dinner every night. And um, a, a good anything. And um, and I wrestle with that because uh, I want a good home life. I want a good personal life. I also right. want to be very successful. So but I understand, you know, I, one of yeah. your roles, you said that you used to have to drive around the block several times to kind of get your head back into reality after playing a, a dark character. Oh, I, I find it. That's what's good about meditation is um, you take a little break from everything. You meditate. Right. And, and I, I have a friend of mine who meditates. He's a stockbroker and he meditates before he comes home. So he doesn't bring all that crap home. You see, that's what, that's what the march to war was, was really, I know it sounds funny, but when the wife would put on the man's battle armor, cause he's going to battle, she would put all help him put his armor on. And then he would join the march to the battlefield. Now, if he was lucky enough to come home, from the battlefield he would march home and right. through that march home he would hopefully drop a lot of that battle so when he walked in the house he's not super uptight he's a little more relaxed you know and he was just a guy was just trying to chop his head off and he walks in and his son goes hey can you fix my my wooden toy right you know if he just walked off the battle he would say oh my god are you freaking kidding me i just came off the battle Two guys were chopping my head off and I killed them both and they threw me off a cliff and I just swam two miles to get back and I'm soaking wet. You want me to fix a fucking toy? Pardon my friend. <laughs> but yes. you know, the but the so I think that, you know, driving around your car before you come home and you really gotta put it together. My grandfather, mm. not a Gutenberg, my grandfather Newman, my mother's father would say, before he walked in the house, he would whistle. So he would, he used to work at a, he owned a dry cleaning store. He would drop everything from the day by whistling as he walked up the three or four flights of stairs to the apartment instead of taking the elevator. Right. Well, no, maybe they didn't, they didn't have an elevator. So that 
walk up the stairs and the walk home got him out of it. Life is really hard. And it is. It, it is. It's hard, it's for, hard for most people, you know. And everybody thinks, you know, I, I love that James Taylor line, you know, when it looks like everybody else knows, you know, the way to go. I forgot what song it's from. But sometimes I'd feel that way. I feel like everybody else knows the way to go except for me. Everybody else looks like they're having really happy lives and really happy That's all social media. That's all social media. It always looks Paris. pretty from the outside. <laughs> always looks pretty from the outside, but we're, you know, we're all kind of in the same bucket. We're all trying to make our way the best way we possibly can in the best way we know how. You know, so the so talking about that, what what are things that bring you joy? What are the next things for you that you're super looking forward to that you're like, I've got this project in, I'm really excited about? You know, I, I honestly, I, I'm excited about making myself a better person because really, I mean, I'm I'm yeah. actually really in, in, impressed with that that answer because it's not something that I would have normally expected. I, I want to be better. I want to be able to control myself, control my emotions. I want to be happier as a husband, as a human son, being, friend, colleague, yes, you know, civilian, you know, yeah. citizen. I want to be. I want. I want to be better. I want to be my best me most of the time. Um, and I fail quite often, and I, I'm tired of failing. I, I have to you tell know, you, I'm surprised oh by that because outwardly yeah. you look like a success. So I get it. I totally get it. Does that add ex extra pressure? Because from the outside, it looks like you've got the perfect world, well, perfect yeah. life, well, perfect my, everything. This is my wife, Emily. Oh, yeah. Hi, Emily. Hi, Emily. Oh. Oh. I wish Mark were here. He would say hello, but he's out right now. Aren't you beautiful? Oh, my God. She is. Yes. They see Gracie. Here's her little dog. Yeah, we we saw Gracie <laughs> multiple times. Hi, Gracie. Gracie's adorable. <laughs> we love Gracie. We love Gracie. Who would you? Who would you? Um, oh, there you are. Yeah, there you are. Okay. If you wanted to work with anybody, whether it's in the industry that you're in or any other industry, what would you? Who would you want to meet? What would you like to do? Yes. If it was anything else. Who do you want to yeah, Oh, they're not asking me. <laughs> uh, like, I would back to you. I tell you, I, I know it. It would be you Johann Gutenberg, oh. the guy who created the, press. the press. That's the a good press. one. That's a great one. <laughs> I know how many times do you get asked, are you related to them, right? Oh yeah. yeah. All the time. And we all we all just that. They changed our the spelling of our name when I and and I and Gutenberg was Christian or sort of Christian, and then we Gutenbergs are Jewish. I was about so, to say South Florida. Hello, I mean, my husband's name's Ronan. <laughs> We're Jewish. We're definitely Jewish. Ronan Irish. No, it's 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 um it's actually from New England, and then um by way of you know uh, uh obviously Germany t during that time, um to the U.S. but definitely Jewish. Oh right, good. Oh good. Um yeah. 
Do you want to go for a walk? Do you want to? Yeah, you we're want going. To go? We're oh. going on a walk. You're going, okay. or do you want to stay? Bye, everybody. Yeah, no, no worries. Hi, thank you guys so much. You know, I know that you 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 gave us this little sliver of time. I thank you so much for being a part of this and and just being so authentic and being yourself. And and I couldn't appreciate it more. Thank Thanks. You so I much. love to see you both again because you guys are so great. And Marcy, it's so good to see you. And both it's of you. Great guys, to see you. You're, you're very wise, and uh, I'd love to. Talk you're more. you're going to be in Jersey soon, aren't you? For something for. You're doing an event out there, and I think that um, Helene and the girls may come and see you there. So um, I'll, I'll, I'll remind them that that's coming up soon because I was looking to, at some dates coming up. That would be great. That'd be so great. Said, well, said, and your they wife said to and say my, hello too. Well, and your wife and your dog just ran away from you, so we're going to end <laughs> this now. So. <laughs> they ran away. That, that happens a She's lot. She's adorable too. His wife, his wife is a sweetheart, a true so, sweetheart. Yeah. Again, thank you so you much for being part of it. Yeah. What? Say that again. What were you saying? You met her at the reunion, right? Yes. Yes. And everybody keeps asking, when are we having another one? I'm waiting for someone to plan it. <laughs> I know. We have to do that. We have to do that. I know. We do. We have, we have to do it again. If Marcy we can only do it in Florida. knew. I'm Sunny sorry. Florida. Marcy only knew a few planners. I'm if sorry. If I knew a few, a few planners, right. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. You're in the wedding and event industry. Like, well, the, what? It's, funny you, it's funny you brought up, you know, Johannesburg, uh, Johann Gutenberg, because, uh, you know, if, you know, being a stationer, everybody thinks that I am related. And I keep saying, no, 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 no. We're not related. Oh, my God. Yeah. But I That's- used to be on the other side. Like, you know, I used to do event planning. So that was why. You know, we we are thick in the middle of that here. I mean, right now, how is? Let me ask you a question because you're out in California. How is it out by you with events and oh, the yeah, issues of of the the homeless situation? Are you guys still able to go to events and and mill about, or do you really have to be that conscious? Well, I'm I'm I, I think it's sort of uh, disappeared now. The events mm. are back on. People do get COVID and don't go, of course. All the events are on. Some people wear masks and some people don't. It's sort of like the supermarket. You'll see a few people with masks and most people without. Mm. Um, the homeless here is like every city. You know, every big city, it's all over the place. It's crazy. Yes. Yes. Well, hopefully we can get things under control. And I love watching your videos because they're so positive. So wow. uplifting, um, you. you know. That's that's one of my highlights. I, I I strive to to do more of that too. So it's you know when you do it, I think it becomes a better habit for people to kind of watch and grow from. So yeah, you do that for other people. I'm so happy for that. Thank, Thank you so yeah. much, Steve. Thank you. One of these days, nice will be cool. Yeah. I know, right? One of these days, <laughs> nice would actually be cool. I would love that. Oh my would god! Love it. All right, go enjoy your walk. Thank you, Steve, for being on the show. We really, thank really you. appreciate it. We love you even more now to see the hum- the human side of you. So, thank you so much. Thank you. Love you guys. Mwah. Love you too. Bye.